Good morning, everybody. It's your girl or your host, Monique Palmer. It's been a couple days, I know, and if you can kind of hear, I'm just starting to get my voice back. So not all the way back, but I had a little case of either strep throat or laryngitis, so I kind of took it easy. Um, working out and possibly in cutting grass, doing things around the house and possibly either pulled a muscle, strained something. Hoping it is not anything worse, but it's been like since the 15th, I've been in pain every day. But again, as you hear in my voice, through the grace of God, I always push through and I never let it show. So my insight for today is to push through and not let anyone else see the pain that you go through, right? Because at the end of the day, if others see you weak, sometimes they'll be more, you, you'll be more vulnerable um, for them to step in and, 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 you know, say bad prayers on you or wish, you know, harm on you. Okay, so for today, I would like to discuss, um, let's see, where do I start? It's been a couple days. I feel like I'm, I miss you guys. I miss doing this. Um, so much has occurred in the last couple days, good and bad. But I want you guys to know that when you're going through things in life, whether it's um, a mental strain, a mental um, battle, or um, you know, physical battle, and you just feel like you just can't catch a break, right? Every time you look around, it's someone that's dying, or somebody's sick, or you hear about this person that you just talked to the other day is not doing well. I mean, this is these are the times now where I feel a lot of people, if they have not found God, and if they have not um, you know, found better ways to cope spiritually that there's no way, I don't know how you will make it, you know, throughout life because in this day and age, you need God and you need, um, some type of faith. So just to give you guys an update, um, the kids are doing good. Um, I think only have one kid throughout those days that got sick. My, um, baby boy, it actually was like a day after his birthday, um, he got pink eyes, so he got the pleasure to stay home with mommy and snuggle with mommy, which I kind of like those moments because, you know, the middle child always doesn't get, you know, that opportunity to have, like, a long time with the parents sometimes. Um, and we enjoyed it, and we hung out, and he played, and he rested, and, you know, we snuggled, and we went get food, and we go pick up his siblings. So he enjoyed that one-on-one time, you know. And I don't want to label the middle child syndrome, you know, like everybody else does. But at the same time, I keep that in mind, right? I don't want my any of my kids to feel um, estranged or, you know, in a bubble on their own without feeling involved in my family. You know, I never dreamed of having a family this humongous. And I say humongous, I know people that have like eight kids, but to me, four kids is a lot. You know, I came up with one sister and we're 10 years and 10 days apart. So I was almost going to be the only child, you know? <clears throat> so I do things a lot differently, you know, than what I was brought up to, you know, know with, you know, another sibling or other kid. So I'm doing my best and I'm getting better with giving myself the pat on the back every day, no matter what things I feel I fail at, that I need to just understand that it's a life process. It's going to be a journey. Every age, every milestone, everything that they learn, everything I learn, you know, we're going to be learning together and it's okay to feel, you know, bad about it. And A friend of mine told me, you know, like, as good parents and good moms and dads, if you don't feel bad sometimes about the things that you do, then most likely you're not that good of a parent. Now, again, it's an opinion, hoping no one takes that wrong, but I mean, some people are just way more laid back. 
you know, and it's not a bad thing. But again, if you have some type of conscience, uh, conscious, I'm sorry, of, um, you know, what you're doing with your kids and, and how you're raising them and, 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 and trying to build, you know, changes, not just with how you were raised, but learning new ways to raise your kid in this day and age and being more open to different um, techniques of um, parenting, right? Um, and I think I've told you guys before that <clears throat> I had did a um, binge listen to a podcast that I like, and it's called Mamas in Control. Obviously, it's it's by Miss Heather Chauvin. I'm not sure if you guys know her, but I'm shouting her out right now, and she's awesome. And I still listen, listen to her because, again, every day, you know, we have different trials with the kids, and sometimes I feel like, man, did I do that right? Was that too harsh? Was I, am I forming a, a mentally abusive relationship with my kid? Am I... You know, I have all these questions, right? And again, that's okay. But everybody has their own way of doing things. However, in every child is different. You know, some people may look at me and say, oh my God, you speak to your kid like that? Or you yell at them like that? Yeah, because some kids are different. Some people need, you know, some kids need more um, discipline and some kids need more sternness, you know? So never judge the way someone else parents their kid because you don't know what they deal with at home. You don't know what abuse they're getting from their kids. Because it is true, some kids abuse their parents, whether it's verbally, whether it's mentally, whether it's, you know, aggressively and physically, because some of these kids are autistic or possibly have other issues, you know, from upbringings or being raised by another family member or whatever, you know, issues with abandonment. And they that's the only way they know how to express their anger with their parent, you know? And again, not ever saying it's okay, but at the end of the day, to each his own, and you move on, you know? Life isn't about judging anybody for our own means of, of thoughts and, you know, what we think is best. It's, we shouldn't judge anyone, anyone by, about anything because we don't know their story. Um, and the other thing was, I think I want to discuss was that, you know, lately I've been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of soul searching, which I've been doing for quite a, some time now since my dad passed, and it's going on two years. Man, it didn't seem like it's been two years. I think it might be going on three years now, if I'm not mistaken. 19, 20, 22. Yeah, three years. Three years in um, February. But anyway, um, and I have to admit that I'm doing a lot better with that. You know, I, I have my days, and I have my nights, and I have my moments where I grieve him heavily out of the blue, you know, and it could be the smallest thing, and I have to sit and really think, what was it that triggered me? And I think the best part of learning how to deal with your grief is to be more mindful of what your triggers are. Sit down and think about what was said to you today. What happened today? What upset you? And you're like, oh, that's what that was. That was a trigger. You know, that way, you know, when that happens again or if it if it is possible to dodge it, you don't put yourself in that situation. You know, and I'm not saying stop from grieving. I'm not saying stop yourself from crying. I'm saying learn how to better cope with it because Grief can be very inconvenient. You know, I can be in a session with a client and I want to cry, you know, but I have to understand in my profession, it's nothing wrong with crying with your client, but you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable because it's about them, right? They can cry and you have to hold back the tears because you don't want them to feel you're making anything about you. You don't want that transparency. Well, I'm hoping you guys have a really great week. If I think of anything else that I feel I want to discuss with you guys, that I, I totally think I probably will come up with something because I've had this in a while and I feel like I'm leaving some things out. Um, I will definitely get back with you guys later. I am now reading, well, I actually binged on 
a few books purchases and I'm going to start reading um, another Armentar. I think her name is Armentar. I think that's her name. She made like the um, praying women, praying wife, praying parent. I went ahead and bought the Enrichment to Marriage. Um, I bought the parent one, the praying parent. Um, I already had the praying woman and the praying wife. So I kind of touched a little bit in those books this weekend, or shall I say last week. And I also ordered some books on, on Amazon that should be coming in soon that I got either from clients telling me they were good books. I think one was The Power of Now, I think, or something like that. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm such a bookworm. And like in my profession, it's, it's always great to build um, your brain with things that you learn from books and, you know, to help with your uh, counseling techniques and skills. And just to help your clients, you know, find different ways and mechanisms that they can, you know, place in their treatment plan or for treatment, I mean, um, interventions. Um, I think that's it, guys. Um, yeah, that's all I can think about at right now. I hope you guys have a great week. I plan to do a podcast. I'm going to try to do one every day and get back on track. But if not, don't be too upset with me, guys. Well, I hope you guys have a great week. And I pray that you guys have nothing but positivity and grace upon your life in your days. All right, guys. Have a good one. Okay, bye.